Last time we spoke to Danielle Morovic, she gave us a brief description of her business, creative nutrition company, and what her vision was for her company moving forward. This time, Danielle is hoping to inspire listeners to take their own mental and physical health into consideration by detailing her personal struggles and journey that brought her to her idea for her business. How did you like know that you want to be a functional nutritionist? Like, what walk me through that? Like, how did that happen? So for me, you know, my journey with nutrition started a couple of years ago when I was officially diagnosed with bipolar one disorder, PTSD, and generalized anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. So along with the bipolar disorder, I was also diagnosed with having compulsions, which mm-hmm. is, you know, I wasn't officially diagnosed with OCD, but I held a lot of the characteristics under that mm-hmm. umbrella. So I was going through, I was at one point on seven different medications and instead of feeling better, I felt worse. Mm-hmm. Um, it got to a point where I was like, I, I can't continue to live like this. I'm more depressed. I'm exhausted. I'm mentally drained. I, I, I felt like I wasn't myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's, there's another way. I don't have to live my life this way. So I started getting into healing through foods and changing my diet and getting into lifestyle um, shifts as well. Um, sort of making more of my own food and getting more into the medicinal effects of what I'm eating. So also along with that is when, you know, I could, I'm really passionate about this. Let's check out some schools. Mm-hmm. Um, after getting my bachelor's, I was accepted into a top integrative program where I got my master's in human clinical nutrition. And when I tell you I'm, it fulfilled me in ways that I can't even <laughs> like describe. It just, it's, I love it. I'm passionate about it. I live, breathe, eat this stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's me. Mm-hmm. Lows, which you know the highs is the mania you're feeling euphoric and good and everything's great and you feel superhuman and then I had these lows where I'm suicidal extremely depressed and you know losing interest in things that I once loved and mm-hmm. I noticed that in my childhood and it, it didn't really again I'm, I'm 32 now you know mm-hmm. and being diagnosed at 26 27 it was like Oh my gosh there's a name for this stuff so you know growing up in a severely abusive household my mother was extremely physically mentally emotionally abusive mm-hmm. and that's where the PTSD aspect comes in it's just you know the flashbacks of abuse of her slamming me against doors or, or beating me until I'm, I'm bleeding um, being sexually abused by numerous people in my family um, being homeless, being like on the verge of starvation because my mom isn't taking proper care of us. And, you know, having these, like, for example, something that people think is kind of funny now is I have a fear of bugs, but that fear of bugs stems from growing up in a house that's filled with roaches and snails and waking up and I have literal snail slime all over my body. You know, it's deeper than what people think it is and you know it's something I try to work through every day PTSD isn't something that's just for veterans you know mm-hmm. it's for people who go through traumatic events and you know for a lot of those years I was I went through a lot I was severely traumatized 
and it's not something that goes away overnight it's not something that goes away in a few years I, I feel like this is a continuous thing I'm going to work on for the rest of my life you know it, it's it's something that now I can face um it, it's it's not always easy but I mean I have to take care of me and my mental health so I have to do what I have to do you know Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy because when you're growing up in a household where you weren't mm-hmm. given the proper nutrition and things like that, that develops like food issues and things like that. Did mm-hmm. you ever have any battles with food such as uh, maybe you overate, you didn't eat enough, you would throw up or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that? Then that's an excellent question. But um, yes, growing up, I did develop two eating disorders, bulimia bulimia, mm-hmm. excuse me, and anorexia. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I would hide a lot of food in my bedroom dresser. I'm talking like chips, donuts, pizza, and I would binge, 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 binge. Then I would lock myself in the bathroom and purge, which is vomiting. Mm-hmm. And it was a cycle for me. And I think that was a way to kind of deal with the issues I was having within myself or what I was going through at home. Um, and I would go through periods where I would literally starve myself. There was a point where shorts that I even had to cut and sew to make them smaller, they were sliding off of me. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I look back on it and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like my, the issues that I had with food, you know, they went on for such a long period of time and I'm around my family and you it's kind of a cry for help right mm-hmm. and no one's really paying attention you know i'm i'm binging i i'm everyone's asleep i'm sneaking back in the kitchen and just right in the fridge and right in the cabinets and in the bathroom and it got to a point where my dad really started to pick up on what was going on and he confronted me about it he started to like literally watch me go to the bathroom literally like you know, stand outside the bathroom door to make sure I was okay. Like, mm-hmm. it got real. And it was not easy, especially being a black female mm-hmm. and going through an eating disorder and, and dealing with the things that I was dealing with. That was, you don't talk about that stuff. Exactly. You know, what? No. So, yeah, I, I dealt with it in silence for years. Mm-hmm. Cause I do know that in the black community, it's almost like um, mental health issues they don't exist it's exactly. more like you got some sort of demon or what mm-hmm. goes on in this house stays in this house type of situation yeah. so i could see how you would have to cope with what happened in silence mm-hmm. so did you like turn to like any substance abuse or anything like that to help cope with those kind of issues since you couldn't really come to someone yourself oh gosh yes i started drinking alcohol when i was 13 years old wow i started getting into self-harm I was cutting myself. It became like a ritual for me. Um, I would cut in places you couldn't see, like in between my thighs. Um, I would cut like in my upper arm area um, mm-hmm. and just wear clothing to cover that. So that, it, the drinking got out of control. Mm-hmm. It, it got to a point where I'm hiding mini bottles in my dressers. I'm hiding mini bottles in my purse. I'm waking up and I'm drinking, I'm, I'm sleeping and I'm, you know, I'm taking a drink before bed and it, I started to experiment with other drugs as well. I've experimented with PCP. I experimented with, 
you know, a variety of lace drugs and it, it, it got, it was scary. It was terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, like, you know, you look at the substance abuse issues, you look at the food issues, you look at the, you know, self-harm, it's rooted in trauma, 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 trauma. And now, you know, I'm almost 10 months sober. I don't mm -hmm. drink. I, I don't smoke. I, I, I don't take pills. So that was something I also abused. And, you know, man, it's just talking about it with you and like kind of reliving certain things and moments and just like, whew, I mean, you know, I, I feel like I'm here and able to share this for a reason. You know, it's yeah. yeah, you're definitely here for a purpose, and you're you're a really big inspiration to other people. Um, I've seen your uh, following grow so much on Instagram, and and more people are interested in what you do. I got a lot of responses from our very first interview. That's why I wanted awesome. to go. Yep, that's why I wanted to go in depth with this interview. So I just want to get a feel for was that the reason why you healing yourself? The reason why you created your own company to help other people? Did you speak to that? Yes, I felt like, okay, I look out in the wellness world, you know, nutrition uh, in particular, and I'm like, what is missing? Number one, diversity is a major issue. Um, there's not many nutritionists that look like me that are kind of, you know, carry that personality. It's, it's really vanilla. Let's just keep it like that. <laughs> you know, and also being a part of the LGBTQ plus community, um, there's not a lot of that. So... You know, so many people don't know that you are able to heal yourself through your dietary changes. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, what am I doing now with my life? Okay, I'm healing myself through foods and healing my mental health issues and getting through recovery and all these things. Why don't I do this for other people? You know, we need that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to make it fun. I want to make it interactive. I want to make it accessible. I want to make it like... This isn't just for, you know, the quote unquote elites, okay? Healthy eating and, and, you know, holistic health and these wellness remedies, you can do it. Anyone can do it. And mm -hmm. I'm here to show you that it is so possible because like I told you in the beginning, I was at a point where I'm just, I'm taking seven different medications a day, okay? I went through an extreme and excruciating withdrawal period and now I, I kid you not, it, I can't, I've never felt better at this, right now, at this very moment. Like, mm -hmm. no medications, no alcohol, no drugs, lifestyle, diet, mental health changes. I mean, it, it's unreal. I just want to make it something accessible for, for everyone. Everyone deserves to know that you have the power within yourself and the power of what's on your plate to change your overall life really big inspiration to other people and i'm so glad we finally are seeing more diversity yes. in the, in, in the uh, wellness field for black people coming in mm -hmm. because a lot of times minorities we weren't really given the same access to that kind of information to better ourselves exactly Ex exactly and you know it's it's it also it's, it's another thing right because so many people also associate healthy eating with whiteness okay <laughs> Like, let, let's get real now. Let's, let's look at most majority of black neighborhoods, food deserts, um, lack of access to healthy farmers markets, grocery stores, mm -hmm. 
um, things like that. And so many people also think healthy eating is expensive. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to share something with you. I was a person who loved to eat out, like spending money. Oh, let's go here. Let's go there. Easy, like in a week over $200 on eating out, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm getting a week worth if maybe a couple more days you know worth of groceries with 150 150 dollars and this is with quality organic fresh seasonal ingredients i'm telling wow. you like the what's out there and what the media portrays and like people just don't know you know anyone i'm telling you anyone can do this anyone can take that control and look even if it's just something as simple as you know what let me try out a new vegetable this week let me spruce up my plate with something green you know what i'm eating a lot of meat why don't i limit the meat and experiment with a new veggie dish oh you know i'm, I'm kind of going overboard with the processed foods and okay let's hear some processed food health hack for example okay Grab a box pizza, right? You read the ingredients. And there's another company, you're, let's say you're in Food Lion, Kroger, Trader Joe's or something, and you grab another pizza box. Look at the ingredients. If there's, when it comes to ingredients, you have to remember that less is more, okay? Mm-hmm. So try to look at something that doesn't have any added sugars, no corn syrup, no refined sugars, oils, things like that. It's, it's something so powerful. It may seem minimal, but it is life-changing. Look at your ingredients list, okay? If you can pronounce it, if you know what it is, if you can, you know what I mean, you're good. You're good. It's those little changes that make a world a difference. Anyone can do it, regardless of your um, financial background or social status. Mm-hmm. Anyone can do it. You know, I'm so happy you said that because... Um, I'm just really grateful for you even coming and talking to me and things like that about like what you have going on with your businesses and things like that. How can people get in contact with you? Well, they can follow me on Instagram at Danny the Nutritionist. I am in the middle of revamping my website, but you can find me at www.creativenutritionco.com. And I have something exciting coming soon for the new year. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much, Danny, and I appreciate you so much. Thank you. I had fun. Thank you so much.